Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Joel Elston here. Today is Thursday, August the 2nd, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy for the day. And uh, the week is moving right along. Good things are happening. People are getting challenged. And the people who understand the law of attraction are realizing, you know what? During those challenges, that's when I've got to get myself into that good, aligned, happy place and just sail right through them. And uh, that's what we love about... Uh, pursuing our our dreams of being deliberate creators because we know how to do it now right joel i mean we we know what the secret is the secret is get into alignment get into that good feeling place that's the answer that's what we do every week that's what our goal is is to help others understand and and continue our journey in that it's such a uh to me it's the most incredible gift we've been offered as humans is the ability uh Number one, to control our perspective, and uh, number two, to use that perspective to create uh, uh, and attract what we really want in our lives. And when you understand that's what it's all about, that is the, sort of the, the point of it all, it, it really becomes such a great journey. Uh, I enjoy learning. I, I enjoy understanding how it works, and, and I see it work so well in my life. And uh, when other people get it, it's such a great thing to see them get it. It's like an awakening. Absolutely. Yeah. So we haven't talked in a week. How, how are things going? I, I presume that uh, your life is going great because you sound good. I mean, you, you sound like you're just energized and you know ready to go as usual. Well, yeah, it, it really is. A, uh, things continue to go incredibly well. I have, uh, uh, you know, like anybody else, I have a normal life. There's things going on. But what I, I believe that when I remind myself, I have, the, I, I have a job, I'm a life coach, I, I, I work, uh, I, I really probably more called a career than a job. <laughs> a job has sort of a negative connotation to it, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, get, I get daily, I get the ability to daily sit down with people and explain these concepts. And I have, a, a, I have great examples this week, and, and uh, I've, I've been waiting to share them, and obviously I don't divulge anybody's confidence, but I sure. can use generic examples of, of people in their life. And, and I change some facts often so they could never be identified. So I, I give that disclaimer. But I, I met with uh, several different people this week, but I had two new clients. And uh, one is a, a young man that's been stuck. Uh, he's was at college. He left college. He's from a upper middle class family, he's not motivated to do much, uh, but a very bright, outstanding kid. But he's also that's a, that's his gift and its curse because he has the ability to uh, manipulate others. He's such an outstanding, you know, he's got a great personality, uh, but it, it he manipulates himself into believing that you know he doesn't have to do much, or uh, and, and he has a, a bunch of thoughts that have really sort of made him very uh, stuck. And I, the other client is a young lady who uh, is a very bright young lady who very much has an incredible, one of the most intense uh, feelings of victimhood that I've ever met. It's mm. just everything, everything in her environment, everyone is after her. Uh, if, if people would just work harder to make her feel better, life would be better. If her mom would dedicate more of her life, now this is a grown 27-year-old woman yeah. who, if her mom would just spend more time and and not date other men because she's divorced and uh, the, the trauma of the divorce when her grown, you know, she was grown when their parents had divorced and so she views it as a trauma. And, 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 and I'm not minimalizing her feelings. I'm pointing out 
she is so invested in them. So as it were, and I, so you sort of understand each client. Um, and, and the young man was very, when I, in one of my first introductions with everyone is to, uh, uh, you know, explain, have them explain what their biggest problems are and, and from their perspective, and then sort of use that as a conduit into wherever we go. And eventually the law of attraction will always come about. Well, the young man, you know, we, we helped discover his disabled within a session or two, we helped discover his disabling beliefs. They were you know, pretty obvious and, and, and he's able to accept the, for the most part, uh, the law of attraction and how he can change his mindset and really got into the process. And within, again, within two sessions was really well on his way. And, and he's, he's having the normal, uh, thing that most people have with the law of attraction in the beginning. Now, what about people with disease? Do they really attract that? Who's at fault? And, and, and so he, he's right on track. Everybody has that initial <laughs> right. pushback. That's the area most of. Well, the, and then the young lady, no matter what I suggested was like, no, 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 no. It's everybody else's problem. It, it's I'm doing everything within my power, but nobody's supporting me. And so when I tried to empower her to help her see her perspective, I just got incredible pushback. Well, I knew instantly or by the end of that session, there is no way she's having a second appointment with me mm. only because I was unintended. I was, I was very kind, but I was attacking the point of her existence and her point of her existence is the resistance to the law of attraction resistance to her self-responsibility. Mm. And, and the reason I share those quotes, it leads into our topic today, you know, the, the, you know, where we, what we put out there, what, what our, our internal dialogue, what our attitude, what our perspective, what we're attracting is what we have in the subconscious. And while we're not directly in charge of the subconscious mind, we have the ability to program the subconscious mind, which then creates our reality of how we see things. And that's sort of the beginnings of the law of attraction. And and, and so when I, we hear people say, it isn't just about just being grateful and everything's going to be perfect. It doesn't work that way. The reason we start, most of us start with gratitude, it is the most influential, in my opinion, the influential state of mind, a grateful mindset that has the quickest and the most direct effect on the subconscious. And I don't know if you agree with that, but that's my perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think appreciation is a big thing. And if you're, especially when you're hung up on something, appreciation is a great way to let go of it. Because that's really what it is, right? It's yeah. the resistance. It's the resistance to, you know, we, we, we have these resistant thoughts. We don't realize that they're necessarily resistant. We don't realize that they're what are holding us back, but they are. And we're trying to unearth right. them, and we're also trying to learn how to release them. Well, that, it starts with just that, just what you're talking about. Yes. And, that, and, that, and that's, that mindset of gratitude is so, when you cannot find a, a period of gratitude or a point of gratitude, and, and you're solely in the mode of all my issues are everyone else's problem, and I am a victim of society, then gratitude doesn't occupy that same mindset. So it's almost, you know, almost to be grateful. I, one of the things I, I do is I, there's certain words when I'm having a session with people, I count. I literally count words uh, <laughs> that they say. And and there and some and I don't want to give them all away today because somebody's having a session with me. I don't want to have them be conscious of that. But but one of the one of the words that I track and it tells me where a person is at a lot of times is the word but. Mm. Like 
well, that works for me, but, or that, that, you know, and, and this young lady, she used the word, but in a one hour session, probably, well, not probably, I remember it, I quit counting at 50. <laughs> um, it, 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 at, at 50, I said, okay, that's, that's, you know, we, we get the point. We, we, uh, we got it, a pattern here. I know it was more than 50. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and every, and that was always like when I would explain, well, yes, but you know, you have a good job. And of course, you know, her boss is mean and, and all the employees don't appreciate all the work she does. Uh, and, and, I, and so I'm, I'm trying to help her understand that her perspective is helping to dictate that. Well, I agree with that, but here's why that doesn't work on my case. And if, if, at one point she actually said, well, I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't work for me right now. Maybe one day it will. So in other words, she was saying, I'm very comfortable in my uncomfortable feelings. And I, I, I want to keep, they're serving me on some level. So I'm going to keep doing that. And that's a, that's a mindset. I give her great credit for identifying on some level where she's understanding it or not. I'm sure she was cussing me on the way home. But, you know, the, the, I'm sure she, I, I appreciate the fact she can see that she's really at the end of the day, that's, she just, she wants to stay where she's at. Because she's getting something out of it. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I don't know exactly what that is, but well, she she knows, and that's all that really matters. I mean, she she has a de- right. very definite thing that she feels like she's getting out of it. Um, but there, and then there are also people. This is something I see a lot of on Facebook. Um, people posting, you know, questions about well, how how do I do this? How do I get the law of attraction to do this? Like, I want to influence this person to call me, or I want this, this boyfriend to come back, or I want, um, you know, I, I want these various events to happen that I know other people have to take action, but I want to influence them to do that. Like, how do you, how do you answer that? How do you, how do you respond to that when you get that in a, a client session? Well, most of the time, it, it, you know, when you're doing that, you can get a person to understand the law of attraction is, it, it's sort of yours to control for you. I can't control another person's situation. I can invite like-minded people toward me, but if I get stuck on, and, and the secret actually does a good job about this. You know, if, if somebody doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, all the law of attraction of the world is not going to make that happen. You, you have to understand that, that, that they're in their own manifestation and their own, if it's not going to match your, what you can bring to you is, is the, the more the general, I can bring a healthy relationship to me. I can't say I want an old girlfriend back specifically because, uh, you know, I, I really love her. Now she's married with three kids, but I want her back. The law of attraction is not going to go invade. You know, it, 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 it's not going to go in there and, and rip her world apart just to fulfill you, if that makes any sense. So the, the idea is helping people understand what they're really after. He, uh, he or she is not after that other partner that used to ha- they used to have. What he or she is after is a quality, healthy, loving relationship. And that's what, that's what you work on for yourself. That's what you try to attract. So trying to influence others or manipulate or control other people's, you know, like you can't do that. Mike, Mike Dooley does a lot of talk about, uh, uh, the general is that, you know, a lot of people, you can't go after stuff. You can, but it won't be effective. Of all the tracks, not effective going after stuff. When you get, when you set yourself up to make it impossible, I, I use the example. If, if I really want to with all my heart and with all my soul, 
I cannot do certain things because there's not a belief that doesn't match. I can't, I can't make somebody, I can't make Donald Trump resign as president, or I can't make someone do something that I wanted to just on my own manifestations. You understand that mm-hmm. it, it's other people's will. And that's what I try to get them to see. There's a, there's the law of attraction works in conjunction. There's a, there's a harmony with everything. So when you're, trying to attract something that's not in harmony with another exact person or in that exact situation, then that doesn't necessarily fly. Mm. And it's, it's, it, most people get that, but it's, uh, it's very much, you know, a lot of times, especially early, early adopters of the law of attraction are really believing that they, I can specifically make this person do what this person, I want that person to do. And, but that very thought is really counterintuitive to the law of attraction. Yeah, it really is. And in fact, I, I'm recalling an instant message, uh, you know, instant messenger, uh, uh, private messaging kind of thing where I'm having a private conversation. Somebody approached me and said, you know, I, I'd like to ask you some questions. I said, sure. And the, the, the gist of where we were going was along this line. And, and the, the point that I tried to make to this person is I am a deliberate creator and therefore I can use the law of attraction to, uh, you know, I, I can try to influence somebody else with the law of attraction, but I also have to remember sure. that they are also deliberate creators, or maybe they're even default creators, but they still are very powerful creators, even if they don't understand how the whole deliberate creation process works, even if they've never heard of the law of attraction, they're still creating. I mean, because every single thought, every single emotion, I mean, it's all feeding into this vortex thingy, right? And, and, and we're constantly putting right. out signals of one kind or another. So we're all in creation mode. So, I mean... I, I can influence somebody else, but they've got to be receptive to the influence. If that if they're not receptive to the influence, then you know it's it's really not going to accomplish anything. And and so his reply was, well, that means that's a limit to the law of attraction. And I said, no, it's not. It's a limit to the fact that we are all people with free will. The, the limit is with the fact that we're individuals. It's it's not that the law of attraction has a limit. It's that people have limits. This is how far I'm willing to go. This is how far I'm willing to go with my thought processes. This is this is what I want. That's what I don't want. Those are the limits. It's not the law of attraction. It's the limits that we place in our right. own thoughts. Well, and, and that and that and that that gets into the the mindset because when you're really looking at it, 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 it and this Abraham Hicks speaks of this a lot. Uh, the, the and and several practitioners do as well. It, it, it addresses this directly. The law of attraction has zero limits. The law of attraction also has to work in harmony with uh, you are not the soul. While you're a powerful creator, you're you are one of 300 billion powerful creators on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I mean, 7 that, billion. That's anyway. how, that you're, you're, <laughs> or or how, however many billions there are. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, so, so you really are. You're one of those. Uh, you're one of them, but you're not the soul one. So, so just that. The, the harm it's vibration is energy if you want to tune in with like-minded people or invite someone in a like mind then you're going to have to match that energy well your energy is stuck on one outcome that that's what happens a lot when when people get stuck on one outcome with the law of attraction it, it it's not it's not in harmony with the law of attraction will provide but you have to keep it more more open to the idea of if I want financial fulfillment for a certain way, okay, I, I really, I want to be financially secure. I don't want to be dependent upon uh, a, a shaky job or, or, or all the, so then you need to put that out there. Now, 
that's different than saying, I must win the Powerball Friday night. I must. Well, the law of attraction is not going to accept your must. Now, it will fulfill the financial, as you believe, going forward. But deep down, you really don't believe you're going to win the Powerball. You really don't believe it, mm-hmm. uh, it because it because you're, the odds are so against. So the odds of you doing that, the law of attraction will not, unless you are just so 1,100%, whatever the, the, the term way beyond, <laughs> you really knew it in your heart. But you can't really know it in your heart when you know it's one and 245 million shot or whatever it is to win. Right, yeah. It just... It's just not, it's not really a, you know, most people realize, you know, being struck by lightning in the state of Florida, you're three times more likely to be struck by lightning than the lottery. And nobody walks around Florida worried about being struck by lightning. Uh, it, it just, it happens, you know, that, that concept happens when you think about it. Uh, so it, 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 with the law of attraction is the same thing. So the, that's where a lot of people get very, very frustrated because they get stuck on one course of action what they think the law of attraction should do. And the law of attraction doesn't respond to what, what your, your plan is. It responds to fulfilling the emotional need. It's more nebulous than that. When you put out there, I, I want abundance. It will provide you a conduit to abundance, but you can't be stuck on the only way to abundance. The interesting thing too is when, when someone gets kind of stuck on that, on, on, it has to be just this one thing that I'm looking for. This one person has to react the way I want them to, or this one event has to happen, or you know, the, the, this one great uh, experience has to happen in just the way that I'm imagining it. People don't realize that, first of all, there's a reason why they're asking for that, and it's a reason that they're not looking at. And, and the reason usually is tied right. in some way to it will make me feel better, um, it, it will... I, I think it will some way enhance my life. I, I think that my life will be more fulfilling. It will be more abundant that I'll just be able to do the things I want to do and yada, yada, yada. And they, so they figure, well, okay, those are the things that I want. So therefore I'm going to control the situation by focusing on this is how I'm going to get there. And what they don't realize is when you do that, you're cutting off a whole bunch of other possibilities possibilities that you'll never even see because you said oh no no it has to happen this way it can't happen any other way it can't be any other person can't be any other event can't be any other experience it's got to be the one that i describe very particularly when you do that you've eliminated the possibility of the universe delivering all these other possible wonderful ways of giving you the happiness the abundance the joy the excitement the, the appreciate all the stuff that you want and, and that that because because when you're when you're trying to to manifest abundance or happiness or joy or love or whatever, the law of the universe, if if that other person is like uh, oftentimes when you have somebody in that mindset, they're in a very uh, how would you describe it sort of a a, a codependent or a not a healthy mindset mm. or a healthy relationship. Yeah. So the law of attraction is aware of that. And it's saying, no, no, no. You're saying you want healthy, happy, abundance and, and relationships. But what you're putting out there doesn't match what you're saying you want because that's not healthy for you. And that's, a, yeah, so that's very much because, again, we it's more of a, pri- I was trying to explain this to the, the young man. I was, and, and he's really getting this well, very excited. He's, he's working with me on this. Good. But I'm, uh, the, the tuning in portion of this is understanding that what really happens. It isn't gratitude that immediately kicks everything off. The gratitude, if, you know, I, when I say I'm grateful, there, I was sitting in jail years ago due to my addiction and a horrible set of choices I made. And 
I was writing five things I'm grateful for every day. I've been doing that before I went into jail. I've done it since I've been out of jail. And I, I write them down. What I was doing is I was reprogramming my subconscious. The gratitude did not immediately unlock the jail door for me, but it began a process of me looking at jail differently. It made me understand that hmm, this isn't the worst place I've ever been. This is part of my new beginning. This is a, and it became a, a pivotal moment in my recovery. So that's an important fact to understand what it's doing. It's responding to the emotion that you're seeking. It's it, the frequency you, you can, if you think you're tuning into a certain frequency and you're like, for this is a really good example. I don't know what this just popped into my mind in Florida. One of the stations I listened to is 98 Rock. I listened to it since I was a kid, and I believe it was 97.9 was the, the exact number. Mm-hmm. Well, 97.9 up in Richmond is, I think it's hip-hop, not exactly <laughs> the same concept. Not quite, no. So, what, what I can tune in, if I'm just determined to only listen to 97.9, then I can tune into 97.9, but I am stuck on the frequency that is being put out by 97.9. I have to be open. What I really want to listen to is more alternative or classic rock. That's ten, that tends to be what I like the most. Mm-hmm. So what I need to do is not get stuck on my version of that and just say, I'm really looking for alternative music class and then find it that way mm. versus I have to listen to 97.9. And that, that's sort of that, that idea of when we're trying to do it, you're, you're not in charge of the law of attraction in general. You're in charge of your law of attraction. And that's, that helps understand it or clarify it a little bit better for some people. Yeah, that, that's a nice example you came up with. It's a nice twist on the classic example because the classic example is if you if you want to listen to ninety seven point nine, you can't tune into ninety two point five. It won't work. But you've turned it into right. well, if you if you're insisting on ninety seven point nine because you want to listen to your particular kind of music and your particular kind of music isn't on ninety seven point nine, you've just screwed yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's really good. And, and I like so that. Understanding, <laughs> yeah. And, and so, it, it, and that's where the, the it, it, and that's where a lot of people are just really stuck that, you, you know, you're, you're not in charge of the frequency at all. You're in charge of what you're seeking. The frequency is its own unique thing. I, I don't know when I'm thinking of love and abundance or, or fulfillment. I'm not saying, huh, okay, that's frequency 1,847 megahertz. I'm not thinking that it doesn't, match right right i don't know it i don't understand it. i just know the the emotion the universe converts it and and you know so the the idea of one solution to a problem limits the universe's ability and you don't know like for example there are thousands millions of people who are believers in the law of attraction in the united mm-hmm. states yep. uh it, it is a really a really huge group and the idea that if we all manifest winning the lottery tomorrow night, we all win about seven dollars. <laughs> so that's a great perspective. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 so it's so when I'm really seeking abundance and fulfillment, and I and I think it's going to be through the lottery. Well, if if everybody were to tap into that, then none of us have abundance. So the, the law of attraction that's not abundance. So let's, let's step away from that. So. Oh, you, that's you, funny. You, yeah. So when when you see that, you know, it, it, the other day this this was really good. The other day I was leaving my office. Uh, my my eleven to noon appointment 
uh, I, I go, I was going to lunch. So I walked out with him and he was very much, uh, he's been there a while, uh, came to me with addiction issues, really has those under control. Now he's very much into all the traction, understanding it working. He goes, I want to manifest money in my life. And I said, oh, well, that's, you'll, you'll find money. That's no problem. Just, just think, you know, I said, but we're really thinking more of a terms of abundance. He goes, I want to be specific. I want money. So we were laughing about, I said, well, I said, money. And, and this is a true story. We go to the parking lot uh, that's behind my office and there are four pennies on the ground. <laughs> Well, there you go. I said, well, I'll be damned. It. I said, there you go. You did it. And he goes, oh, I get your point. I really want abundance. I said, yeah, yeah you really want abundance. I said, because you, you manifested money real real quickly. And and the, the funny part was, though, he actually used it a really good way. He said, you know, Joel, those pennies were not there when I walked in. He said, so I. <laughs> he I was looking for them. That. He said, there's something to this. Yeah. So. One of the things that since that, that that happened on Monday of this week, so what I've done, and I've, I've averaged seeing you know six six seven people a day, um, and so I one of the things that I I have done this week is I've had several texts. I'm telling everybody, I said, look, I said, be aware for the next, and I want our audience and and, and feel free to email if this happens, if you know, and wherever you're in the country, that the equip or the world the equivalent of a penny in the next 24 hours, you will see a penny on the ground and you will think about this statement. Oh, guaranteed. You will see a penny on the ground. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And when you do it, then you'll realize I brought that penny. Now the penny with we can get into a multi multi-level debate about whether the penny was already there, but you will see a penny and your awareness of it right now will bring it to your attention. The, and, that, and that's the law of attraction on a very tiny micro level. But that's the bigger thing. The, the penny is already there. Your attention attracts it to you. Your abundance is already there. The right attention attracts it to you. The relationship you need is already there. The right attention attracts it to you. That's a perfect example. It is, yeah. And, and as you were describing that, it was occurring to me. I think I, I can give one reason why it is people micromanage this stuff. They understand the importance, at least on some level, they understand the importance of being clear about their request. And if you if you dis define your request in terms of one particular person or one particular thing, you know, one particular amount of money, one particular job, one particular uh, state of health, one particular relationship, whatever it is, if you can focus on one, then you can you can imagine the details easier. Because, well, in many cases, it's something you actually know. If, it's, if you're attracting a person, it's like, oh, it's got to be that particular person because we were together for a time and the first few days were wonderful. And yeah, there was, it was sucky after that, but I want those first few days back. And I know who that person is. And I know what they look like. And I know what they're like. I'm going to visualize that particular person because it's easier. It's easier to do that. Whereas how do you visualize abundance? Sure. It's harder to visualize abundance. It takes more work. It takes more kind of realigning your thought process saying geez i wonder what does abundance look like and how does it feel what does it what you know if if i'm experiencing abundance what's it like to experience it that takes a little bit more doing it takes a little bit more focus it takes it a little more concentration but it also helps understand how this works and this, this is again very important it also helps understand everything when i focus on what it what it feels like to have abundance, to have whatever you want. I'm more interested in the emotion of how that feels than I am of the actual 
concept of, of money. Money is not just abundance. Money is a conduit to abundance. It's a piece of abundance, but that's not it. When you, when you think about, I could, you know, that's where vision boards or concept of vision boards are really good. I, mm-hmm. uh, if, if I want to see a, a, a house and I, I would love to live on in this part of the country and I'd love to live in a house like this. And I visualize abundance would be no stress of finances. Abundance would be no worry about paying the electric bill, no worry about paying your bills. Feeling that is what the abundance is. That's what the universe fills the void in. Living stress, I have to have a hundred dollars by tomorrow to pay my electric bill. It, 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 that is not manifesting in abundance. That's actually pushing it away because you're, you're giving, you're fearful of not having the money. And again, that's what you're tuning into being fearful of that. Right. That's what Abraham calls uh, focusing on the lack of the money rather than the money itself. Right. And, and that's what most people have, have trouble with. That's what most people have a lot of trouble with. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I, I, I really like this concept uh, of, of all of this is when I understand the emotion of abundance, so the emotion of a good relationship, the, the, and, and you don't think you're getting it, well, you're not understanding what you're trying to bring to yourself. It, 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 the lack of money and the fear of money and the fear of where all that is creates a lack. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it isn't tuning into the abundance. It's actually pushing abundance away because the emotion attached to money is usually negative and, and, and or an abundance is usually a negative is it's fear-based. So anything fear-based will never get, bring to you what you're, it'll bring more fear. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a really important point, Walt. And, and so many people, uh, including me for so long, when money be- was my sole focus and all I worried about waking up and, and how am I getting money to cover this, how money to get to cover that, living in fear of that, I lived every day in that. I always had enough, it seemed like, but I was so focused on just the bare minimum that all I had was the bare minimum. And that yeah. that was that's such a great lesson. Mm, yeah. It, it, it's It's one of those things that's kind of hard to notice when you're in the midst of it. Um, the, the way that I found that I notice it most often is when I try to apply the Abraham process of segment intending. That's where you um, you have your next part of your day, your next piece of your day that you're going to be doing something. And before you do that, you get yourself into the happiest place you can be in, the highest vibration, you know, highest excitement, the, 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 the best feeling place you can be in before you do it. Or in your case, and I've told this story to numerous of the other co-hosts, uh, you'll actually start doing the process of, of just doing something. And then while you're doing something, you're also getting yourself into alignment. But it doesn't, So it doesn't really matter too much what the order is. But the point is, you get yourself into that good feeling place. Because when you're in the good feeling place, yeah. now all of a sudden, stuff starts to work properly. But until you do, if you don't get into that good feeling place and you're wanting something, well, that's where you end up with lack. That's where you end up with a bad feeling. Even if you don't notice that you're not feeling good, the fact is, because you're not feeling great, now you know. That's your clue. You, you should be feeling great. If you're not feeling great, then that's the clue that you're actually feeling lack. You're feeling, oh, this isn't working. Oh, my God, I don't trust this. I don't doubt this. I doubt this. I'm not sure it's going to really work. That's such a good point. And, and that, that's, that's, the, that's that feeling, Walt, that we're putting out there. And, and it, within one of the beautiful things that I have found within the law of attraction, it, 
there, there's ways of doing it to match your personality. It, 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 not everybody thinks and processes things the same way. Everybody has their own way of doing things. So while I, I will have, I've had other uh, believers and practitioners of law of attraction want to debate my, some, my concept sort of jumping into something and then invite, you know, I, when you become comfortable with the law of attraction, I, I feel very comfortable of diving in the pool and then really thinking, boy, there, uh, there's some water there. Mm, I'm really, right. <laughs> you know, looking at that. Uh, it, 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 has worked, it, it served me very well. If I know what I want in general, I take action toward that, and then, then it sort of paves it as it goes. It's almost like the, the scene in uh, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark when he has to take a, or one of the, the Indiana Jones series, when he has to take a step that doesn't exist and have mm. faith that that next step is there. It, it's that same mindset for me. So I, I, as you become more and more accomplished in the law of attraction or you become more comfortable with it, I know it works so well, I'm comfortable doing that. And not everyone can do that. Not everyone's ready for that. Um, and, and some people like to, to you know, make sure they're emotionally right completely before they get there or my theory is you know I'm, i feel pretty good I'm, I'm i'm in the right direction i'm always trying to be there let's let's move and you know i, I like the, the 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 gps analogy the best i mean when i take action my internal law of attraction gps it doesn't care if i go in the wrong direction if i'm do if i'm manifesting the right things it will correct my course automatically and get me there mm-hmm. yeah that's true and that's simply because you're feeling good about where you're going you're feeling good about how you're going to get there and often you don't even know how you're going to get there that's that's a, actually for me it's i never know how i'm going to get there that's the thing that i figured out over the last few days i mean my batting average in terms of trying to decide okay this is how i think it's going to work out this is how i want it to work out is my batting average is zero zero zero? I'm never right. <laughs> it always works out in some other well, way than from what I had in mind. I have had a front row seat. I've, I've talked to you about this several times of watching this amazing transformation in you that you're describing. I really have. Mm. Um, where you somewhere along the way, and I don't know exactly when, but that you made a conscious effort. You know, I, I, I lovingly always tell you, I love, and it, you know, you used to like, okay, you were the guy that wanted, okay, I'm going to think about this for about four years, <laughs> and then, and then I'll think, I'll plan on thinking about the next step for two years, and then I will do some research on that. And I mean, it was, it was somehow you made that big flip to, I'm just doing this. Mm -hmm. I I remember when you were taking the LOA Today show and you were basically going from the one show you're doing a week to we're going, you know, two shows a day, boom. Right. And, and I mean, you made that decision instantly and did it and made it happen instantly. Yep. It was fast. It was very fast. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was new for yeah. me. It was. It was a different kind of behavior because now I wasn't. I wasn't micromanaging it. I wasn't trying to attract that one person into my life. It had to be just that one person. I wasn't trying to attract that particular job. It had to be that particular job. I wasn't trying to attract that particular health situation. It had to be that one. I, I gave up on that. And when you give up on that, it's, first yeah. of all, it feels a whole lot easier. Let me tell you that. And second of all, it it just kind of happens better. And, and and it always happens yes. in a way that I don't expect. Well, and and that and that's what we've talked about. And, and so now you you have become a big believer, or at least a practitioner of of what we're talking about. Of mm-hmm. that, you know, you you were you were 
at one point, I forget even the details because you've moved on so much, but you had, you were, you had several little projects you were working on. They were some good ideas and stuff, but you were just really stuck on that being your conduit to happiness oh, yeah. and, 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 and fulfillment. And, and then somewhere along the way, you understood, I love my radio show. I love what it brings to the table. Let me put mm. more attention on that. And then, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, obviously not discussing all your private stuff on, on the air, but you know, you had <laughs> the other areas of your life, there became abundance in ways you didn't even realize it sort of popped up. You know, it wasn't necessarily your idea, but you, you and your wife had some great things to bring stuff around. You're in a lot different mindset right now. Walt, and well, that, well, Hey, Joel, I, I got to tell you, I mean, in terms of personal privacy about my private life, one of my, one of our listeners is somebody who lives in the area and, and Louise and I met him a few minutes ago. His name is Dave. And he pointed out to me, Walt, you do realize I know everything about you, right? <laughs> because I'm talking about it all the time on the podcast. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, you you see, you know, so you see all this happening, and and you know, you you're really a great testament to that that change in thinking versus a very specific path. You are in a very you you said you know I I I want fulfillment. I want abundance. I want this life that what where am I missing? And you it really you fulfilled that once you sort of let go of the micromanaging of the process and that was very clear yeah that micromanaging will kill you it really does it it, it tears the life out yeah. of you it destroys your attitude it brings you down like crazy and every once in a while you may even manifest something which is quite possible to do i'm not saying that it's not and i know you're of not course. saying it's not yeah. but it, but then when that happens I mean, and you can speak to this better than anyone I know because you've been through gambling addiction. Once it happens at one time, oh, God, okay, I made it work. I got to make it work again. And then you just keep doing the same thing and having loss after loss after loss after loss. And, oh, I got a victory. Right. <laughs> oh, jeez. What a way to, right. to live. Oh, my yeah. God. Right. And, that, and that, that becomes such a, a, a direct conduit, again, to what we're looking for here. You have, when you you hear, like, one of the arguments, or and I've heard the debate, and I and I always get confused on who's saying what, so I try not to, <laughs> you know, not misrepresent whatever practitioner is saying what. But you know, there's people who say, "Well, get the exact picture of what you want, get the, and then exactly get that." I, what I understand what they're saying when you get it really exact, then you then you're you can easily envision living in that exact house. Mm -hmm. Then you, then it brings to the equation. But what you don't understand. If, if that exact house, say you go on, on one of the real estate websites and you find the exact house you want to live there, and I'm going to manifest that. I'm not saying it's not totally possible to do it, but also it, if that person living there is just in love with that house and they have plenty of money and there's no way you're going to buy that, you're not getting that house. It just doesn't matter. It's just you're not getting <laughs> that house. And But you can look at that area and, and know what it's like to live in that area, and then you might live right next door to that person. It, it, that that's the you know the I, I my book the bench uh, covers uh, uh, sort of my journey and, and my recovery and there's the bench is a specific place in Florida uh, that you can actually visit and you know it's, it's right there and there's a little teeny house right next to it it's right on the beach and it is this old little yellow house right there and and it's been there forever and I decided I was going to buy that house and I tracked down the owner. I looked at property records and I called him up and I said, I'd like to buy your house. 
He said, it's not for sale. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, I said, uh, that, that area has a lot of special meaning to me. And I explained the story. And he said, wow, he said, that's really deep. He said, I'm really glad you had such experience. And he also, then he tells me his story, which has equal meaning to him <laughs> on why he will not be selling the house. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, he raised kids at that house. Uh, one of his children passed away. Uh, his wife passed away. Her remains are around that property as well. Oh, so wow. there's a lot of stuff that there's no, there, there, it's just not going to be. It's just not going to be. It's, it, I can warn it all day, but his, and his, Family members behind him have told him, do not sell this house. We want it. So I can do that all day or waste all that energy, but I am viola- or attempting to violate his, his family's attraction as well. That is not going to work. However, there are 50 houses within a, a two-block radius of that along the way. One of those houses will be mine. That I can guarantee. Mm-hmm. And and. Th- I, I want to also point out, you could still get that house. That house could still end up in your possession. What's going to have to happen Absolutely. is his situation is going to change in order to make that happen. And when will that happen? Right. No one knows. I mean, it could take years. It could take decades. Will you eventually get it? Right. Yeah, you could eventually get it. And by then, you probably yeah. aren't even yeah. interested in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it, 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 uh, and I may, and that's the point. I, I can, I'm not saying I can't work hard enough mentally and, and do that. But it, but that might be, I might be 90 years old at that time. Right. And, 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 you know, or I can manifest the house around the corner and, and have the same environment. So that, that, that's sort of where everything is at. It's, it's sort of not being controlling or trying to, con- you, here you have this massive power in the law of attraction. It's, it's to me, the greatest, the greatest strength we have as humans. And, Yet you're trying to specifically control it through your narrow perspective. You know, it's like, you know, I, I use this analogy for ADHD brain a lot, but also use it with the law of attraction. You know, you can't jump into a NASCAR vehicle tomorrow and take it out on the interstate and probably not run it into a tree if you don't have some training on how to drive a, a 1200 horsepower car. True. You just can't, you know, it, it, you got to understand how to drive that much power. Law of attraction is so much power and, but it, it doesn't work in the way that in our perception often it works in its own way. And it's our job to tune in that that's the thing when, when people say, well, it doesn't work for me. No, it's working for you. You just don't know how it's working for you. It's working either for or against you or whatever your perception is, but it is working. Yeah, it's it's interesting how often when somebody says it doesn't work, what they really mean is it's working in a way that I don't like. Right, right. Well, it's it's like the young lady that that is she. You know, when I pointed out to her, the law of attraction is working super strong in her because everything is negative, everything is falling apart, everything is uh, the opposite of what she wants. That's her life. Everything mm-hmm. is going that way, and and that's what she's going to continue to get. Uh, and and she, of course that angers her that I say that and because it's everybody else's fault. Yes. You know, it's everybody else's fault. It's funny too, because that, that's a, that, uh, that's a very easy perspective to have. It's all because that, because that way you get to blame everybody else. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to accept any responsibility when you're in that place. And yet at the same time, it's also a really difficult place to be because you actually can't make anybody else do anything. I mean, you can influence them. If they're right. on the same wavelength as you are, then yes, you're going to be the person who's get, going to get that house. You're going to be the person who's going to get that job because you're on the same wavelength. 
but you got to be on the same wavelength. If if you're on ninety two point nine and and they're on ninety six point seven, you you can try all you want, but ninety two point nine is never going to talk to ninety six point seven. It's just not going to do it. Yes, yes, and that and that helps. That helps a lot. And and that that's such a uh, that is the perspective that best serves us. If you think about it that way, when you yeah. when you can see it from that way. And, and you understand that, 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 and that's the beauty. That's that is the ongoing thing that I continue to work on. I continue to focus on is how do I get better and better at this? I, I, I feel I'm, I'm, I've gotten really good at it. And I think I'm still not anywhere near where this power could go. It, it I'm fascinated by it. I love it. I, I've, I've cha- I, I feel this concept has cured my depression and anxiety and, understanding that all of that, my thoughts are mine to control, my environment is mine to create. That, that doesn't mean I can make anyone else behave in any way that I want them to. I can only tra- in charge of how I respond to how they behave. Now, my response to how they behave will aft- often dictate their response to me. Like I treat people as I as I believe in them. I I work with a lot of uh, you know foster care kids, younger uh, clients, and and I treat them as I see them. As I as I what I I don't treat them the, with the labels they believe they are. I treat them in the way that I see them. These incredibly resilient, outstanding people who have been through so much and they're mm. still in the battle. And I, I, they're not used to being treated that way. They're being told how messed up they are and how screwed up their their brains are and how their life is screwed up. Mm. Yeah, which is getting getting a new message like that makes a huge difference. It kind of actually this kind of leads to the question. Okay, Joel, I I know that I am a micromanager. I get it, and I have been micromanaging. I've been trying to make certain things happen in, in certain ways, and I'm, I get now. Okay, yeah, that's not the right way to go. But I don't really know how to turn that around. What what do I do? And and for myself, I mean, you described my situation very nicely, um, and very publicly. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> no, no, I'm teasing on that. But uh, you described it very, very well. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, you, no, you did. You described it really, really well. And when I was going through that, I actually asked myself very much the same question: How do I get? How do I let go of it? And and as soon as I said the words, "How do I let go of it?" I realized what the answer was. The very, 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 very first step is to say, you know what? I'm willing to let go of that. I'm just willing to let go of it. Right. I don't know what my second step is yet, but I'm willing to let go of it. And then after I had sat with, I'm willing to let go of it for a while, then second and third steps came along. I think in my case, it was along the lines of what you were talking about earlier, about appreciation. Like, you know what? I appreciate the idea of having abundance because now I don't have to even figure out how to make it happen. I just let the universe do that for me. I don't have to figure out what it's going to look like. All I have to do is figure out how it feels that, to me and what the experiment, what the experience is. You gave yourself such a break when you did that. You instead of you were you were expending a lot of energy telling the universe how this was going to work, um, and and when it wouldn't, when it gave you a signal that it wasn't going to work that way, you're like, no, universe, I'm sorry, you're getting it wrong. Let me re-explain yeah, right. it to you. And um, the universe kept saying, no, Walt, this isn't going to work. And you're like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think you understood me the last seven times. And so uh, eventually, <laughs> eventually the law of attraction just snapped its fingers and you, you, you're like, wait a minute. I am, I'm trying to 
be the rudder propelling the boat instead of steering the boat. You're, 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 you're the rudder. You can guide the direction of it in general, but you're not the propulsion unit of the boat. And that's the law of attraction. That's the view of it. Of You're able to, you know, the, the law of attraction, it's, it, it's there. It's, it's, it's going to be there. You just got to give it the general idea that this is what I'm after. And once it buys into that, you, again, in a very admirable way, the way I admire you having, and I'm grateful to have sort of had this front row seat to watch you do this. I've just watched this work in your life. And, w- you know, when you're going through it, I don't know if you know how drastic it is. It's like when you, I, don't, I laugh at this, when I see somebody's kids that I haven't seen in a couple of years and they're like, they've grown like two feet and, you know, they're like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, to the parent, they don't realize it because they see the kid every day. Sure. But to the person who buried and sees the kid, it's like, is that even the same kid? Does it right. even look like him? Yeah. Um, and, and that, that, that sort of, you know, from, from when you're in the middle of it, you're like, well, this worked, this worked, this worked, but it's such a different place for you. And it's so, it's so exciting and admirable. And, and the fact that it happened, if people were to go back and listen to the podcast over how long have we been doing this? Well, all these six years. years, it'll be six um, years in September, believe it yeah. or not. Yeah. Wow. If they go back to the beginning, a lot of this is chronicled in our podcast mm-hmm. of, of, where you're at and, and you're, the way you change that is such an amazing journey. And it's so, so awesome to see it. I, I like to the way Abraham Hicks um, describes it they, with their metaphor of the boat. Cause you, you mentioned a boat too, you know, steering the boat and, and their metaphor is what they, they call it like the upstream downstream metaphor. You can get into your boat and you can start paddling upstream like crazy, trying to get to your goal. But the problem is everything you want is downstream. So all you really have to do is let go of the oars and the current will turn the boat and point you downstream. The hard part is letting go. Absolutely, I love that. The hard part is letting go of the oars because we're so used to the idea we're the ones who got to take ourselves there. It's hard to let go of the oars. It's it's hard to say, I just release. I just give up and let, you know, you you do it, universe. I'll let you do it. That's hard to do it, especially at first. Right. It's getting, getting stuck on something and not understanding you know, I actually heard Bill Gates describe this real well in an interview one time, and he 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 does he wasn't talking about the law of attraction. He had the concept of windows. He wanted an operating system that would do all that it did. Before windows came along, there was just people would most the average human couldn't use a computer. You needed something <laughs> as a sort of a gateway to the computer, and he he that was his view of that. And most people were saying, "Oh no, that won't ever work." And he's the first one that said, I want computers in every home. One day I envision people will have computers in their hand walking around. Uh, and it, it just seemed crazy what he was saying at the time. And that's exactly what we have right now. So with, with that being said, I want to look at where, you know, I want you, all of us to understand. He was talking, he said, I kept getting stuck in certain things that had to be when I, I would lose track of, I wanted an operating system that would have the overall, make the internet and computers and make this a very open thing to, to the general public. He said, and sometimes those, what, me wanting a certain way was conflicting with the overall mission. It wasn't until he got the right people in place that helped him step away from the stuff that wasn't matching his mission. It, you get stuck on the minutia of the mission and you never get to the mission, and that's mm-hmm. the and he's, he's and that was such a law of attraction thing. And he didn't know he that's what he was saying. Yeah, that's true. In fact, uh, there's also uh, a couple of, of 
pieces that go along with that story that have some fascinating uh, repercussions associated with them. One is, I mean, you, you described beautifully how he wanted windows to be so ubiquitous, so everywhere. Um, he actually wasn't the first one. The first one wasn't even Steve Jobs at Apple, although they did it first. They actually had a desktop going before um, uh, Windows had a desktop going. But uh, they had a big fight. They actually had a, a huge lawsuit, Bill Gates against, or well, actually Windows, you know, Microsoft against Apple over, you know, did, did Microsoft steal Apple's technology, which was really ironic because Apple stole it from Xerox. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of the mouse, the internet, the desktop, all that was, was created at Xerox. And Xerox, this is what's so interesting about it, Xerox had their own idea about how all that should look, how it should all work. And what they had in mind didn't work. It took Steve Jobs to steal the idea and start applying it and turning it into something that would work better. And then Bill Gates turning, stealing that idea and turning it into something that would be even more ubiquitous because Steve Jobs wanted to limit it to, oh, no, it's just our computers that are going to have it. And Bill Gates said, no, 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 every computer should have it. So each one of them contributed. Xerox contributed, well, here's the idea for it. But their idea was too limiting. Steve Jobs said, well, here's how you actually turn it into a desktop that works well, that's very friendly and user-friendly. User and that was great, except he wanted to limit it to just Apple machines. And then Bill Gates comes along and says, well, here's how I take that concept and turn it into something that everybody can use on any machine. Wow. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. you, see, you see it. I mean, you, and, and that, that, that's when we look at all these examples in, in life, and, and one of the ones that I've I, do public speaking about, and I've mentioned this on the show before, and I'll do it real briefly. Um, but th this gentleman went to uh, his goal. Was, he's from a wealthy family, and his goal was to uh, uh, go do an investment in a property to help him stand out in his family. He, his family, or his great business family, uh, and he heard about this uh, in Cisco, Texas. He heard about this bank for sale. And he wanted to go see the bank and he went down and he negotiated for four or five days, uh, could not come up with a deal, was very disappointed. He was going to be disappointed in his family, all this other stuff. Well, he was staying at a hotel across the street from the bank. Well, he ended up buying the hotel. He loved the hotel. Long story behind that, but I'm <laughs> shortening it. And so he, he bought the hotel and turns out the bank eventually went out of business and the hotel is the, the first chain, the first hotel in the chain of Hilton hotels. Yeah, Conrad and, Hilton. I know that story. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so what, he went down there with the concept of making a, a, a splash in business, becoming successful on his own merits and doing these things. The, if he were just stuck on the bank, the bank went out of business after the depression. It was, it was a useless bank. The, the, the Hilton fortune was built. The real fortune was built on that hotel. He, was he a failure because he went down or, or not? His mission was to buy the bank. The true mission was to create a business empire. And he did. Just, yeah. It's all about how you look at it. He either failed that mission or he won. I, I, a pretty good job, I think. Well, I would say that if he had insisted on buying the bank, no, no, it has to be that bank, there would be no Hilton Hotels. That's the point, exactly. And that's that's the, the thing that when people get that, that's the exciting part. That's what I see happen in my life. It, letting go of that exact vision we don't really understand what a, there's no way I could have ever imagined the life I have now. I could not have envisioned. I can envision the feeling of the abundance of feeling great, not being depressed, having a lot of energy. I can, I can feel that. 
but I could never have envisioned the life I have now. It just wouldn't be possible. Mm. Yeah, but it's so much better. <laughs> That's the good part. It's so much better. Oh, it is. I have the I have, a, I, have a, I have a life I couldn't have created because it's just I didn't know such a life existed, but I, I could imagine how it would feel. And this is this is where the success of the law of attraction worked for me. But things would happen, and it seemed like they were like, oh boy, this isn't good. But it turns out they were all everything that happened put me in a position for that next step. It really worked out well. I mean, the odds against you when you were first, you, you described, and you've, you've told this story many times in many different ways here on the podcast and in your book, The Bench, and so forth about, uh, you know, you, you were working in the ins- your father's insurance company, you hated it, and you got into the gambling thing and became a big addiction, and you lost your home, and you lost everything, and you're eating out of a dumpster in the back of a McDonald's in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you have no idea where, where you're going to live, and then later on you're arrested and thrown into prison, and I mean, you were just at the worst possible place you could think of you could be by everyone's possible measurement and yet despite the fact that the odds were so heavily stacked against you you managed through changing your mindset to turn your life into something that you couldn't even possibly dreamed of at that point it was so far outside of the range of possibilities that that it couldn't have even occurred to you how it could have played out the way it did Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that, that's so important to see. That's so important to see. And, and, you know, we, we live in that and we live in that, that daily stuff. And I, I, am so grateful that all that happened and I'm so grateful for all that I have right now, but it, it had, it made me things were so overwhelming and so unbelievable that they needed to be that crazy and so helpless that I could have what I have today. It's nice to know, too, we don't have to go that extreme. <laughs> we don't have to go the way that Joel went. Yeah. We don't have to make it that painful <laughs> and then go through all that dysfunctionality and so forth. We can actually do a simpler approach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of did the blueprint for the, the, the way maybe not to do not it. Not to do it, still it, got right. it there, But, uh, <laughs> you know, so it, it's really good. But, I, I, I again, and, 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 and that led me eventually through a tra- uh, you know a, an unusual chain of events to meet you uh and 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 really develop this show we've added these other co-hosts i mean it's been such an amazing journey mm. and uh and, and, and we're still in the middle of it i i know this is it, it, it's just going somewhere and it just keeps getting better and better every week oh there's i have this feeling of anticipation it, kind of like from the, the the broadway show west side story where tony says something good is coming right that's what it feels like and i don't even yeah. know what but something good is coming you can just tell it's there it is yeah yeah so we, uh, before we go, I, I just want to take a moment to remind our listeners who are not yet subscribers. Most of our listeners are, but if you're not yet a subscriber, please take the time to do so. Our subscribers are loving it. They're literally listening to 35 to 45 episodes per month all the way through start to finish because they're loving it so much. And you can do the same thing. It's free. It takes about a minute to do. All you do is go to the homepage at loatoday.net. The instructions are right there. And when you're done, oh, man, you're going to have like the best – list of shows coming to your podcast every to your um, your smartphone every day in fact joel would you believe we actually have binge listeners we have people who listen to us like one after another after, after, after one show after another continuously it's amazing wow that that is that i'm i'm, I'm it, it's humbling to understand or to feel that 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 many people are by, are listening and, and getting value to not just one show but they they get enough value to listen show after show after show exactly well this has been great i i, I only my only sad part is you and i only do it once a week but i can't wait to, to talk to you again next week 
Uh, buddy, you have a good one. Yep, you do the same. We'll see you all next time as well here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>